Maybe don't know. Maybe don't know. This time, 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 What's up, everybody? I am your host, Chris Hampton. And this is Nathan Drolet. And we are here today to discuss uh, a recent post on Evening Sins by Andrew Bisharat that's kind of been getting some some airplay lately. Uh, the Reddit people went crazy, as the Reddit people do. And uh, I've actually gotten several emails from listeners, fans, clients, friends, what do you think about five minute fingers? And rather than copy and paste, which seems rude, or you know, type it out to every single person, I figured we might as well just have a conversation about it because we're sitting here in Montana between workshops and nothing else to do but argue about shit. So why not? Yeah, argue and eat a lot of food. So yeah, food. Ooh, there's food simmering right now. So we're going to cut this short as soon as the tikka masala is done anyway um we both just reread it so what are your initial thoughts on the five minute fingers program you know i think uh i think for certain people it's definitely it's good like i i think there's a need out there for workouts that get done i guess sure one way of putting it Yep. Like there are a lot of programs, there are a lot of workouts. I think this is more of a workout, not so much a program. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like there are a lot of workouts out there that are great on paper. Um, they're, you know, you could even say like, oh, that's a perfect workout for this. But sometimes we kind of pay a little too much attention to perfect and we stop paying attention to what we'll actually do. Yeah. A lot of them stay on paper and they never actually get into the real world. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think this is one of those things where it's it's a realistic workout. It, I mean, if you're the right person, like this is going to be beneficial for you. Uh, I like that he has kettlebell swings in there. I mm-hmm. think a hinge pattern is great for pretty much everyone. I mean, it's why we like deadlifting. Um, yep. But you just need a kettlebell for it. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of my initial thoughts. What are your thoughts? Well, first off, who are the people you think it are beneficial for? Um, for me, it'd be people who are kind of on a time crunch. Mm-hmm. We're not all fortunate enough to live near a climbing gym. So, I mean, yeah, I know plenty of people who they have to drive hour and a half, two hours to get to a climbing gym. And so that they may only get into a gym once, maybe twice a week. So yep. for people like that, this is perfect. Like, and people like that who also have life responsibilities. Like if you have a kid that you're like, let's say you have a toddler or something that you have to look after and you can just kind of sneak away for 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, and you don't have time for a two hour long hangboard workout or something like that. Yep. This is nice. You can just like kind of step off, go do some kettlebell swings, do some hangs. Um, yeah. And I mean, for people who haven't done a lot of hangboarding in the past, man, something's better than nothing. Yep. Or I think that's kind of my... My general thoughts on it as well, though I'm definitely going to take a more cynical, skeptical approach to it. Um, I do think it's good for people who are really low on time. Um, And I think that if you're, even more so, I think that if you're not doing anything, then you're right. Something is better than nothing. However, because I've 
try to experiment with my own how short can I make an effective hangboard workout. I, I don't think it's going to, for people who are already doing something, I think that this is just more of not much. Like I don't think a climber who spends some time in the gym every week is going to get a whole lot out of it simply because there's really not enough time in it to warm up to a hang that's going to be really effective to build your finger strength. Like I think you'll get more out of 30 minutes of bouldering than you would out of this hangboard workout. Mm-hmm. So if you have that sort of time, um, obviously a lot of people do or gyms wouldn't be so fucking busy all the time. You know, yeah. Cause they are. Um, so I think people could be far more effective in their time in the gym and not have to do this kind of hangboard workout. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who are uninitiated, um, Bisharat's proposing the, the five minute fingers plan is sort of based on Pavel Tsatsoulin's, um, grease the groove method, which, which Pavel didn't invent. He just gave it a name. You know, there had been some research into that sort of neurological training previously. And that's also one of my sort of beefs with this program is that the, the grease the groove method seems to work best when it's not an isometric, when it's a, a pattern, you know, an actual movement. And it works because you get more and more comfortable. Your body learns that movement mm-hmm. better and better and better. And I'm not so sure that it works as well with finger strength, partially because you can't warm up enough to a difficult hang mm-hmm. to and get the neurological a, benefits. Yeah. And if you're taking a lot of time in between, you may not stay as warm. Right. Um, yeah. And just to, you know, my own, my own experiments with this years ago were I would get up in the morning and I would try to do these really short hangboard workouts. Um, much like what what's in Bishrat's five minute fingers. And then I would climb in the evening and I would come back home after climbing and I could hang for considerably longer or with considerably more weight, you know, more than double the amount of weight and more than double the amount of time at that point than I could that morning when I was doing my hangboard workout. So was I getting even, I don't even know that I was getting 50% of my max and if you're not even getting to 50%, are you doing enough to get that neurological benefit that grease the groove sort of works on? So mm-hmm. I'm not so sure you are. Yeah. Um, I've had kind of some exper- experience with doing early morning hangboard workouts as well. Yep. And one thing I realized that kind of made me stop, because there was a while where I was doing some two-a-days where I'd wake up early, hangboard, and this is something that Dave McLeod used to talk about a lot, right. like... Um, he definitely, I think, brought this idea around more so. Yeah, of the like, first time I heard it as well was from Dave McLeod, this whole idea of greasing the groove with hangboarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do it often, but not too intensely. Um, and yeah, just like kind of get your fingers moving. But uh, I would wake up, do a hangboard workout early in the morning, and then <clears throat> like after work, I would go and climb. Yep. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm getting my fingers worked out in the morning. Session can be short in the afternoon. This is great. And then the first time I woke up early and went for a run before that and like got basically just got like super warm, 
I mean, the difference was massive. Like mm. what I could hang just because I was like really, really warm. Right. And it, yeah, I was just like, man, like I have to be really warm to be able to hang like really hard stuff. Like I just can't, even if I was trying to do pull-ups, if I was like moving around, uh, it was really hard for me to get exactly like what you're saying, warm enough to like do some hard work. Yep. Um, Were you warming up your fingers oh, after yeah. that run? Oh, yes. Yeah. So okay. I'd still like go through, I'd like hang on progressively worse holds, do pull-ups, all these different things. Um, but I think it was just a matter of like everything had a chance to warm up and kind of get going. Yeah. Um, How long did that warm up take you, do you think? Mm. To get ready to, you know, do a 75% hang or 80% hang. If I was like without a run? Or with with a run with a run yeah. with a run I I'd say after after that maybe like 10 15 minutes if that okay something like that yeah. um I feel like I warm up a little bit slower than others sometimes mm-hmm. but uh I will say this so one thing I think that this could be beneficial for is for people trying to learn new grips Oh sure yeah I can uh, see that cuz for a lot like for a lot of people like, like who aren't comfortable in an open hand or aren't or comfortable with pockets or yeah or or pockets or yeah whatever for a lot of people, it's. I feel like it's not even as much strength initially. Right. Um, it's just that you know, I've closed crimped a thousand, you know, ten thousand times, but I've never grabbed something as a half cramp. Half cramp's just gonna feel weird. Like it's not so much yep. that like I don't have strength in this position. It's just that you naturally want to be open, like an open drag or a closed crimp. Sometimes you just have to log some hours in that yep, half cramp totally, position. Totally. I hadn't thought about that. That's a good idea. And. And yeah, I definitely agree that that's, that could be one of the best uses of this plan or this workout um, mm-hmm. that I've heard. Yeah. And for me, like that was kind of the first thing that I thought of with this, because whenever I'm trying a new grip, like if I'm like, okay, I want to start working on monos or just really specific grip types, I've always leaned more towards, or I've found that I get a lot more benefit out of volume over intensity with like these new grips. Yep, totally. And then slowly transition into intensity. So I think for that, this could be really great. Yeah, I agree with that totally. I hadn't even thought about it. One of the one of the beefs I had with this, and I've I know I've already harped on the warm up <laughs> a little bit, but he doesn't mention any kind of finger warm up at all. It's just, you know, air squats, some band work, some pull ups and jump right into the the finger training. Mm-hmm. And I know damn good and well, and I know every single person listening to this doesn't think that they can hold a, a small hold the minute they start pulling. Mm-hmm. You know, they ha- your fingers have to get warmed up. There's just no way around it. He does say in it to use progressively worse, like start with an easy hold and use progressively worse for the next two sets. Right. But still, I mean, that means that maybe only your last set that you're actually using a hold that's moderately bad, if that. Right. Yeah, exactly. So are you really just getting the benefit of one set, you know, instead of the three that he's proposing? And with the, you know, I, th- I think it breaks down to, and I'm, I'm going from memory here, two to three workouts per day, mm-hmm. two to three sets of five hangs. Yes. Per workout. Yep, of 10 seconds on, five seconds off. Right. So, I mean, what is that at its most? That's nine, nine sets per day of five hangs. Is that right? No, a 15 hangs, nine sets of 15 hangs. So that's like 150 hangs roughly in a day max. Mm-hmm. That's like if you're hanging at 50%, say, for most of those hangs, that's like doing one Red River Gorge 511. <laughs> you know, so is that really enough to 
boost any finger strength. I don't know. I like your idea that it's for getting comfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you're getting any finger strength out of it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, It's hard saying with that. Like, so if you were to rewrite this and come up with your own Mm -hmm. thing, let's say you have 10 minutes. You've got the equipment was a kettlebell, a hangboard, and if you've got 10 minutes, you should just watch climbing videos. (laughs) Eat donuts. (laughs) No. Um, Boy, 10 minutes? I don't. 10 minutes plus, let's say, five minutes of any kind of warm up you want. Okay. Yeah, if I were if I were going to do a 10-minute hangboard workout, I would warm up my shoulders. I would warm up my fingers um, in those in that five-minute warm-up that you've got. I would spend some time progressively hanging on worse holds. I would get my shoulders engaged, um, get my core ready to work hard, and then I would do more of a hard-style hang. Um, I think if you were going, if you couldn't hang on really bad holds yet, say around your 85% or something like that, then I would go hard style hangs. Um, I know he's got a photo in the, in the blog of someone hanging with their legs crossed and, you know, bent at the knees. And I think if you can hang in a hollow position and give maximum effort instead of just hang for that time like doing nothing else but just hanging with your shoulders engaged i think you're going to get a lot more out of it similar to a hard style plank or something like that and and i like the kettlebells as well Mm -hmm. um though honestly i think you could get the same benefit out of not doing the hangs and just doing the kettlebells i think i think this plan has much more benefit from the kettlebells than it does from the hangs because he suggests a heavy kettlebell, which I like, mm-hmm. but then there's no way the hangs can be that that heavy or that difficult. Hmm. Okay, so that's where I would go. Where do you think you would go? Oh, that's tough. Um, so I'd say for warm up, I would. I know this is cheating, but I'd add a second kettlebell because um, I have two kettlebells, so I can do that. <laughs> um, a warm up I like mm-hmm. a lot is I'll just go through a complex of do a Turkish get up like, and this summer I had access to a lot of kettlebells. So I just start with a light one, do a Turkish get up each arm, do 10 swings, do five got like prying goblet squats. So goblet squat to the bottom, open up the hips, Mm -hmm. stand up, do that one circuit, go to a larger bell. And I would do that with five, like keep going up until I'm using a fairly heavy bell. So I typically like, mm, probably like four sets, something like that. And that I can do in probably like seven minutes, something like that. And I could even add, I would add, with those edge pull-ups. Mm, yeah, good so, idea. Because for me, like pull-ups get me warm for sure, but pull-ups on edges for sure, like get my hands and whole upper body like really warm. Yep. Um, also, I think there's definitely some benefit to edge pull-ups because um, just the pulsing that happens at the bottom of a pull-up where you have to, you know, it's a little extra weight that goes on your fingers. Yep, totally. Uh, so I'd do that for a warm-up. And then, honestly, yeah, I'd probably stick with I don't know if I was going to do swings, maybe. I think that's what I didn't clarify in mine as well. I would just take the swings out if I were going for finger strength. Oh, and just do finger strength. Yeah. If I had 10 minutes and I was just going for finger strength, I wouldn't do the swings. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I probably do, 
I don't know, probably pick two grips, make them kind of like kind of hard, like do like half cramp and then open hand and alternate between the two, maybe every minute on the minute, mm -hmm. something like that, just like 10 seconds on. And then you're pretty much getting a two minute rest right. between each one. And you'll do a total of like 10 hangs, five and open, five and half. Um, yep. It's not perfect, but I think that would be decent. You could probably even just do it on like as edge pull-ups. Like once again, this isn't, like this isn't what I would consider perfect, but if you were going to do, yeah, if you're trying to get something in and like have it be maintenance, then I think that would get some stuff done. You'd get a lot of swings in. I mean, what if you did like four sets of 10 swings, so you'd get like 40 swings in, four Turkish get-ups on each side, 20 prying goblet squats. That's a lot of hip opener. That's shoulder warm up. That's your hinge pattern. And then you get a pull motion from uh, doing some edge, edge pull-ups. Pull yeah. And kind of like the pulsing that happens at the bottom of a pull-up, you know, you get a little extra taxing on the fingers. Yep. Um, you know, I don't think it'd be perfect, but if you were just trying to do some maintenance, like if you had a really busy schedule, let's say it's like, okay, my next month I'm just slammed. I'm not going to have time to get to the gym or, you know, I only have 20 minutes to do a workout twice a week. Yeah, sure. Yep. And I, I think that if you're like, if you're getting to a point where you can do some hard hangs, I like your longer rests. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he does mention in the article that um, Mesh talked him into going to a five-second rest versus a three-second rest, I think. Um, and he does that for the sake of um, ATP regeneration. Mm -hmm. And it takes about three minutes for the ATP system to completely regenerate in most folks. So... If you're really taxing that system, which I'm not so sure you are in these hangs that Bisharat lays out, mm -hmm. then then you need that longer rest to really regenerate and really give a high quality effort the next time. So I like that longer rest. I like that setup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, oh man, as far as like the three to five seconds too, five is just nice because three feels so rushed. Yeah, like, it does for sure. Um, man, living in the South for so long, <clears> like you can't shock your hands in three seconds. You can barely do it in five. Like I just like paint my pants and chalk so I can just like drop my hands, slap my yep. thighs real quick while they're covered in chalk and then like pull back on controlled. Yeah. Otherwise it just feels a little rushed. It does um, say liquid chalk. Liquid chalk. Which, which I, you are, have a tube of. Coming. I now have a tube <laughs> <laughs> because of this. I posted because you're one of the first people who posted. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So I guess I didn't ask you, who do you think, are there any people that you think this would really benefit that we haven't mentioned? You know, I hadn't, uh, not that we haven't mentioned. I don't, I don't have anyone in my head immediately. Um, I hadn't thought of your idea and now that's my favorite idea that the weak grips. Yeah. That we would use it for somebody who doesn't understand how to climb in a half crimp or in an open hand or, you know, just doesn't like two finger pockets or mm -hmm. something like that. If they're strong enough to use the grip, but just aren't comfortable with it, you know, like maybe I need to put my fucking pinkies on a hangboard and do the five minute fingers. Yeah. Uh, even though I hangboard with pinkies, I, <laughs> I, I can't climb with fucking pinkies. Fuck pinkies, man. Anyway. Yeah. I don't have anybody different than okay. what we've already talked about. Who do you think this would be worst for? I think if you already have good finger strength and you're addicted to it and feel like you have to have more, this is not a fucking magic pill. Like, oh yay, five minute fingers, I can get stronger in five minutes. You're not going to. If you already have good finger strength, 
this isn't going to do a motherfucking thing for you. That's my thought. Mm-hmm. How about you? Who would it be worse for? Um, I'd say it'd be worse for people who, I mean, this is like kind of an extreme, like, or to say worse, like it's kind of an absolute, but I think anyone who does have the time, if you could even get into the gym for 45 minutes and you can be climbing instead, man, use that time. Like Mm -hmm. you can do a ton in 45 minutes. So much. Um, So. Yeah. So you could buy our applied body tension ebook and go through your whole warm up. Circuit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do it for the next two years. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think that would be the biggest thing I'd warn against is if you have the time to climb, even yep. if it's less than an hour. And if uh, you have the time to do a hangboard workout. Yeah. Warm like up if you properly. need finger strength and you have the time to do a longer, more intense hangboard workout where you can spend a lot of time warming up, even if your hangs aren't long, if the actual hangboard workout isn't that long, if you can warm up into a really hard hang um, or a series of difficult hangs, then you're far better off. Mm-hmm. So Totally. And he says that. He qualifies it with, you know, this is for folks who have very little time and sit at a desk all day and can't get to the gym or whatever. Um, so, so he does make those qualifiers, which I appreciate seeing there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think for there's there's a narrow group of people that this is really beneficial for. Um, whether or not they'll actually do it, who knows? I think yeah. most people, like I said earlier, like they prefer to not they prefer to try something that's perfect that unfortunately like might be a little too hard for them to stick with, rather than trying the things that are almost too easy and like kind of guarantee success. Yeah, um, as odd as that is. Yeah, totally. I think you're right. Uh, you got anything else to? say about it no uh other than you know thanks to andrew for putting that out i think he like definitely like yeah he looked into it and like i think for some people it's useful so it's nice to have other options out there that aren't just these giant daunting ideas or workouts or programs that just scare people off yeah totally and i like what he's doing over there you know he's experimenting with his own training and he's bounced back and forth between a few things and i definitely started out that way um so it's, you know, it's nice to see him posting about this stuff and getting people stoked because he's got a good platform over there. So thanks, Andrew. We appreciate it. And um, you can find Andrew at eveningsins.com. And if you haven't read the 5-Minute Fingers article, it's definitely worth going and checking out over there. Uh, you can find us on the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Pinterest at Power Company Climbing. You can find us at powercompanyclimbing.com. You will not find us on the Twitter machine because we don't tweet. We scream like eagles. This time, 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 this